Welcome into another episode of the TBJ Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm Jackson. And I'm Tucker. And today we will be covering the latest news surrounding the NFL and our running back and tight end rankings. Now in the latest news surrounding the NFL, Bears quarterback Justin Field is, is back at practice after taking some time off due to a groin injury. Head coach Matt Nagy anticipates Fields will play against Saturday or play on Saturday against the Bills which it will be interesting to see considering Justin Fields went 14 for 20 with 442 yards and one touchdown passing while also having five carries for 33 yards and a touchdown on the ground. So it'll be interesting to see if Justin Fields can put up stats like that again against a sounder Bills defense, but I mean, it is preseason, so we're going to be seeing the backups there. Um, But uh, Projected starter Andy Dalton has told reporters uh, the other day that he thinks Fields will have a great career, and uh, but right now is Dalton's time. As he would say, it is my time. So it'll be interesting to see how that position battle goes, that quarterback battle, um, and to see if Fields can take that step above Dalton and secure the starting position. On to Green Bay, Packers quarterback Jordan Love is unlikely to play on Saturday versus the Jets due to a shoulder injury he sustained in their first preseason game. Um, That, I mean, Ken Burke, whoever the hell their backup quarterback is, will be getting the start, which doesn't matter really. I mean, Jordan Love looked good in the last preseason game, had a pretty good stat line, threw a nice good touchdown, Um, but I mean, it's Aaron Rodgers' back, so this is really irrelevant. In more pressing news, I mean, fantasy pressing news, uh, Carolina Panthers wide receiver DJ Moore's back stiffened up during practice, which ultimately forced him out on Thursday. Um, It'll be interesting to see how that progresses throughout the preseason and training camp as we move forward to week one of the NFL season. In other Panthers news, quarterback Sam Darnold is expected to make his debut with the team on Saturday as head coach Matt Rule said he is leaning towards playing Darnold for 1-2 series versus the Ravens. Again, uh, Darnold is well, newest member, one of the newer members of the Carolina Panthers just coming from New York. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if he can be the quarterback he was drafted to be. Uh, he was drafted in the first round, so Sam Darnold, I mean, he's got the talent, so hopefully he can keep it together, and I guess maybe we'll see how it goes in the first one or two series of this Saturday's game. On to Tennessee Titans, the wide receiver A.J. Brown was unavailable for practice on Thursday, and head coach Mike Vrabel had no updates on the reason, so uh, just another thing to keep your eye out or eye out for is A.J. Brown, see if it's an injury or if it may, might just be family issues, who knows. But, um, I mean, there's no reason. Or Head coach Matt, Mike Vrabel said he had no updates. So it, he didn't go out with an injury, I don't believe. So hopefully it's not too much of a red flag. Hopefully it doesn't uh, hold him back from the regular season. And that was our latest news from around the NFL. Now we have the running back rankings. We will do the top 20. Well, first we'll go through my top 20 um we'll talk through that and then we'll kind of compare the espn and tucker's rankings tucker's rankings as well um so i mean one um one one i mean any draft is probably going to be christian mccaffrey um that is like without a doubt that's who it's going to be i mean maybe you think oh he was injured last year missed the entire season with multiple injuries 
maybe I don't draft. Maybe I go safe route and go Dalvin Cook. Yeah, I could see a lot um, of that. Or even Alvin Kamara, because I mean Saquon. Even those those top running backs are all kind of questionable, but mm-hmm. they're all amazing. Yeah. Um. Like so, I have Christian at number one, and then number two I have Saquon Barkley, who people have a little bit lower. Like ESPN has him at number four. I have him at number six. And I've seen some lists where he's like number eight. Mm-hmm. And I think that I mean there is some reason for that. He is coming off an injury. Um, he is set to maybe miss a couple games at the beginning of the season too. Yeah, they want to lighten his load. Lighten his load, and they're saying that he will be at least back by week three or whatever. And I mean, yeah, that could be some question marks there, and maybe yeah, you don't get him week one or even week two. Maybe you don't get him for the f- whole month of September. But I mean, come fantasy, if you can get a replacement for him, you got a third running back that you can fill in there and yeah, squeak out a couple wins and be, get into the playoffs, and now you got Saquon Barkley. I mean, yeah. Saquon Barkley, I think he's, yeah, he's a, a physical specimen. Yeah, I mean, You can't go wrong with picking him. Yeah, it's just that, yeah, any of these guys, you really can't go wrong. It's just Matter. always the question of injury, which yep. every year, though. The floor. Every year there's injuries, so, I mean, you never know. Yeah. I want to say it's like every year there's like 75% of first-round picks stay healthy so like 25 percent get injured that's yep. like um or like don't play something like that i mean i mainly pulled that percentage out of thin air but i've heard it's some something along that, those yeah, lines definitely. where it's like there's a couple of guys every year and i mean we've been playing fantasy for over a decade now right i mean oh, yeah, definitely. so i mean we've seen that every year i mean there's guys that will get injured and just fall right off the face of the planet mm-hmm. and i mean maybe saquon doesn't get back to that Maybe he does. Maybe he gets back to his rookie year where he put up the numbers that he did. I mean, he didn't really do much last year. He had 34 yards. Yeah. So, I mean. Yeah, he played half a game. <laughs> yeah. So, I think, yeah, Saquon will bounce back and he'll have a great year. I mean, Daniel Jones now coming into another year. They got Kenny Galladay now to maybe take some of the pressure off, pressure off of Saquon. Maybe they'll get the ball out more. And, yeah, maybe I think Saquon will have a great year. I mean, that's not saying – Dalvin Cook, who I've at number have at number three, won't have a great year. I mean, yeah, it's they're all pretty interchangeable for exactly. The first I mean, five if, picks. I mean, if you have the first five picks, you're you're pretty solid. Yeah. Like it's just a matter of almost preference at that point. Who you, yep, who you it's think who do per- you want? Yeah, exactly. yeah, who do you want? Who do you think is gonna stay healthy? I guess. I mean, that's mm-hmm. pretty much it. Yep. Um, because yeah, I mean, Dalvin Cook at number three, Vikings running back. Mm-hmm. You I could mean, easily go one in a lot of drafts. Yeah, I mean, especially our drafts that we have. I mean, we're with Viking fans, and I mean, they they love Dalvin Cook. Yeah. I mean, they're probably they might take him number one overall. So I mean, but I mean, he did put up thirteen hundred yards last year, twelve touchdowns just on the ground. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's along with another almost four hundred yards through the air and only two touchdowns though. Yeah. So I mean, oh no, wait, that was projections espn's projections my bad i was reading that wrong he had 1500 yards last year and 16 touchdowns so he was even better last year yeah, than exactly. what i had and ESPN said there has him set it for lower and he's still a yeah top exactly pick. like um it's it's ridiculous that they have him set it lower lower even though there's an extra game very mm-hmm. weird but um yeah dalvin cook number three he's a lock i mean those three guys i mean barring injuries like we said yep they're locks i mean top five like we said but going on to number four I got Alvin Kamara. Um, I mean, it's Alvin Kamara. He exactly. Put up, 
what he put up last year, like almost a thousand, a thousand. I mean, not quite. Like Nine hundred yards on the ground, almost eight hundred yards. He had a lot of receptions. eighty receptions. Yeah, yeah that's it's, just an astronomical number for a running back. It's yeah, crazy. It, I mean, Christian McCaffrey when he's healthy, he puts up a hundred. So I mean, that's true. Yep. Maybe, I mean, it's Alvin Kamara. Change of quarterbacks though with Jameis Winston mm-hmm. or Taysom Hill, whoever it's gonna be. Yep. That is a question mark. Cause, I mean, he did have Drew Brees who loves to check down to the running back. Yep. So, I mean, that's kind of a lot of his receptions came from that. So, I mean, uh, who knows? Like, yeah, it's exactly. Just, it's kind of, what do you think he's going to do? Yeah, it's exactly it. I mean, maybe you think, like me, and you think that Alvin Kamara is going to become the face of the offense mm-hmm. and screw Jameis Winston. I mean, yeah, he's the quarterback. He's going to have to get the ball to him. But mm-hmm. I think they'll design plays to get Alvin Kamara yeah. the ball. I mean, I mean now that you don't have Drew Brees to decide whether or not you can win a game, yep. you're just going to rely have to, more on Kamara. You're going to have to give Kamara as many touches as he can per game. I yep. mean, the more touches Kamara gets, I mean, the more yards you're going to get. Because, I mean, the dude's just a beast. Yeah. Which, he was the number one running back last year. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I guess kind of makes sense that he's lower because... Christian McCaffrey and Saquon are back now. And he lost Breeze. And he lost Breeze. So, I mean, it kind of makes sense that I or that he's lower. I mean, ESPN has him at number three. I have him at number four. I have him at number three as well. So, I mean, he may be taking... I mean, he was the number one running back last year. So, I mean, he could probably be- do that again this year. Exactly. I mean, especially with the AD receptions, his involvement in the passing game. Yeah. If that keeps going... He's going to get the ball. He's, he's going to get, get the touches, ball. Yeah. yeah. If they can facilita- facilitate those touches... He's going to be fantasy relevant and very good at that. Definitely. Yeah. Um, all right. So, number five, I mean, Derrick Henry, just the beast of yeah, a human, the, mon- the superhuman, like, uh-huh. just monster of Derrick Henry. I mean, he probably catches the ball the least out of all of these guys. But that's he's still he a just, top five pick. Yeah. He put up 2,000 yards on the ground last year. Yeah. I mean, you can't project him to do that again. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's very rare that. A running back reaches the 2,000 yard mark, mark but yep. if a running back's gonna do it, it's Derrick Henry. Exactly, he's just a monster. Uh-huh. Watching him is just—it's literally the create your player in Madden. Like mm-hmm. you just like make him as speed, tall as you want. You strong, speed, strong, make him jacked, make him look like he's just a jack dude. I mean, that's mm-hmm. Derrick Henry. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, I mean, he was top ten last year too. I mean, or top five, top two. I mean, he was. I mean, he put 2,000 yards, yeah, so he was up there. Real. Yeah, definitely. Uh, he had quite a bit of touchdowns, too. He was in the teens. Yeah, um, let's he see. Was, he almost had more than Delvin Cook, I think. 17. Yeah. Yeah, saying, he had 17 he, touchdowns. Yeah. So, I mean, and yeah. That right there alone is just... I mean, yeah, maybe they throw the ball a little bit more. With Julio. With Julio there, but, I mean, Derrick Henry. Get the rock, again, man. yeah, it's he's, he's going to get the rock, and he's going to carry the ball. He's average of five yards. I mean, four yards at least, and he's going to get... At least 300 carries. Like, I mean, he had 378 carries last year. Mm -hmm. That is just ridiculous. And still having 300 carries in a season is still a very big number. It is a very big number, and running backs don't do that anymore. Like, all these running backs we're mentioning ahead of them, they don't put up that many. I mean, maybe 250. I mean, maybe Dalvin hits 300. He hit it last year. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, they're they're more receiving. Yes. And Derrick Henry. So, I mean, if you're in a non-PPR league... Derrick Henry would almost be number one. Yeah, Derrick Henry is number one. Mm -hmm. Like, that is... um, Yeah, I mean, Derrick Henry, yeah, he's probably... I mean, ESPN has him put up for... Or sat it out for 1,500 yards. So, it's like... That's still a very... It's a very long... Stellar season. Yeah, and he's probably going to do... I mean, if he can keep it up, I mean, there's the 
the wear and tear that happens on the running mm-hmm. backs. He's getting older. I mean, he's almost 30, I think. Yeah, he's got well, he's got all these carries, too. I mean, he's racking up the carries. He's racking up the yards, the mileage. So maybe takes a step down this year. Maybe, I mean, they don't, really don't have a running back behind him. So, I mean, they really can't. Yeah. But who knows? Um, I have him at number five, and so does ESPN. So, um, Same. I do as well. And there you go. So, yeah, just go over top five. McCaffrey, Barkley, Cook, Kamara, Henry. And I have pretty much the same. It's McCaffrey, Cook, Kamara. Actually, I have Zeke Elliott at four. Zeke Elliott at four. Um, yeah, I got him a bit bit back, but, I mean, still have him stead out for a good season. Mm-hmm. But um, at number six, I have Austin Eckler. Might be a bit high on Austin Eckler. I mean, ESPN doesn't even have him. They have him at number nine. And I had him at number six. I mean, I... I think Justin Herbert's just gonna have a great year. Yeah, and, I and think that he's helps gotta, him. he's yeah, and anything Austin Eckler can do. I mean, he started out. I mean, behind Melvin Gordon, yep. He just received. He just caught passes. Oh yeah. I mean, that was all he did was just catch passes and go to the house. I mean, just I mean, last year he only had fifty receptions, but then That's again he only good. had a hundred sixteen carries. Mm-hmm. He was kind of injured and didn't play all that much. Yeah. So I mean, if Austin Eckler can stay healthy, he definitely could be. He's he might those, even crack the top five if he stays really healthy. Yeah, yeah I mean, there was a couple years ago, yeah, where he was just phenomenal, and yeah, with the injuries, I mean, hopefully he can stay away from that. But it's another one thing you just don't know. Yeah. But just with that Chargers offense, I think that Chargers offense is just due for another step up. Uh, Justin Herbert, another step up, and he's just, yeah, he's. I think Herbert's a great quarterback, and he's going to be able to get Austin Eckler the ball, and Austin Eckler, he can run the ball too. So, exactly. I mean, and maybe there's another running back there that k- takes some carries from him, but I really don't see that being the case as long no. as Eckler's healthy. I mean, he's not really the workhorse back so i mean yeah. they'll work in some other guys but for the most, most part, part it will be eckler. it'll be eckler and i think i think he'll have a good season i mean might be a bit high on him uh but especially i mean i think yeah espn even has him of nick chubb too which i have at number seven nick chubb um i mean nick chubb last year was injured and yet still put up a thousand yards uh-huh Average like almost six yards a carry, five point six. Yeah, just unreal. I think if they didn't have Kareem Hunt, he could be top oh, five easily. Oh yeah, I mean, I even though he's not really that much behind top five. But yeah, I, think I mean, he could be he, the top more. He yeah. pretty he's a top ten pretty much. I mean, when fully healthy, if he could stay healthy, I mean, he'll have a great season. I think. But yeah, with Kareem Hunt there, I think. I mean, I think I I have Kareem Hunt at number nineteen even. So, I mean, I think that that's going to be – he's going to take some of the yards. He's going to take a lot of the receptions yep, away yeah, from him. Yeah, he definitely Nick catches Chubb, more passes. He's a pass catcher. He can catch the ball, Nick Chubb, but he's – They like Kareem to catch the ball Yeah, and he's mainly just that. Though, he's that workhorse back who's going to get the mm-hmm. bulk of the carries. Yep. So, I mean, but, yeah, when he runs for five yards a carry and he's doing 200, 200 carries, I mean, that's 1,000 yards right there, throwing some touchdowns, he's going to have a great season. Yeah. Uh, without a doubt, I mean, if he can stay healthy, Browns, I mean, they have Kevin Stefanski at the... Yep, no, at, another year. Yeah, their head coach, I mean, there. when he was with the Vikings, I mean, Delvin Cook was unreal. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they're, he's a running quarter or running head coach, and he just loves to run the ball, and yeah, he'll definitely get his uh, his fair share of work for Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, I think. Yeah, so. definitely. It'll be interesting to see where they both finish. Yeah. At the end of the season, because they both finished very well last they, yeah, year. Well, yeah, and it's and it's 
thing about it too. I mean, they were both kind of injured on and off too. Mm-hmm. I mean, Kareem Hunt didn't he start out like suspended, or I think like, so, yeah. and then so Nick Chubb got the bulk of the carries, and then Chubb got hurt. Kareem comes in, yep, does, becomes like a top ten running back, top uh-huh. twenty running back, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I mean, they're both. Yeah, I mean, Kareem Hunt a couple years ago with the Chiefs. I mean, he was unreal, mm-hmm. and he's definitely got the talent. And they, I mean. Yeah, it'll just be... Interesting to see how they make both of them happy. Exactly. And interesting to see if they're both fantasy relevant. I mean, I would, I think that they both will. Oh, definitely. So... They'll both de- definitely finish in, I think, the top 20. Yeah. Nick Chubb, RB1 for sure, I think. Um, and then Kareem Hunt, yeah, more of a flex RB2. Yep, I would definitely feel comfortable starting yeah. Nick Chubb as my number one running back. And I'd be comfortable starting Kareem Hunt in my flex. Exactly. Or even, I like mean, you said, an RB2. He could still be a very yeah, like, good option there. Yeah, um, yeah, no, I mean, I wouldn't be drafting Cream Hunt as your RB2. I mean, or, unless yeah. your wide receivers are stacked mm-hmm. um, and you just can only get him as your next running back. I mean, yeah, but it's, um, yeah, no. It, you want to you wanna, uh, get Cream Hunt more as a flex. Yeah, definitely. But uh, He'd be a lower-end I mean, RB2. We'll, we'll go on to Cream Hunt later. Yep. <laughs> Less about him. Next, I have uh, at number eight, Ezekiel Elliott. Um, like you said, you have them at four. Yeah, at four. I'm really high on Zeke just because Dak's coming back. They were electric when he was when Dak was playing. I think a lot of the teams last year were probably loading the box just because Andy Dalton was throwing the ball and or Ben DiNucci. Yeah, they were throwing the ball and they <laughs> yeah. can't pass very there, well. Yeah, no, it was pretty bad last year for the Cowboys altogether. I mean, first it was Dak Prescott and then Andy Dalton gets a concussion too mm-hmm. and. Yeah, it was just a bad all-around season for the Cowboys. But yeah, now that they have Dak Prescott back, you would think that Zeke Elliott would return back to those uh, those seasons he had his, his early years where yeah he would go off. I mean, and he still even had a good season last year. I think he was top. I think he was eleven or twelve last year, but still. top top fifteen, top twenty. I mean, exactly. that's an RB two at least. You yeah, know, in the and I mean, league, he could definitely yeah. And but I mean, Ezekiel Elliott definitely will return back to that RB one for sure. Um, I mean, he'll, it's Ezekiel Elliott. Exactly. I mean, he's, he's a freak. they have Tony Pollard there who might sne- steal some carries mm-hmm. from him. Yeah, especially if Zeke's hurt. T- Pollard could definitely be Pollard, an RB2. Car- or Pollard could definitely be an RB2 if Zeke goes out. But yeah, no, I think even with Zeke healthy, I think Pollard was going to take some of those carries. I mean, we mm-hmm. saw that last year even. We'd yep. see Pollard get in there on some plays, uh-huh. just normal games, and he'd get his He'd get a couple carries again. Yeah, so, it was I mean, good matchups. You definitely could stick him in the flex spot. Mm-hmm. So Zeke is at my spotty. I have him at number eight. ESPN has him at number uh, six. Tucker has him at number four. four. So I mean, Zeke is a good play there. I mean, for any yeah, you can't top, you can't go wrong. First round pick for sure. I mean, he's not going to make it to the second. If you have him, the choice of picking him, you're going to want to pick him. Mm-hmm, definitely. Next number nine for me, I have Aaron Jones. ESPN has him a little higher at number seven. But I mean, I have him at seven as well. I have him set it out for a better season. Um, it's just the way those running backs line out for my for my top ten. Those guys ahead of him, just are, I have him set it out for better seasons. Yeah, Aaron Jones. I think he's still gonna have a great season. Um, probably even better than last year. I mean, with Aaron Rodgers now, I mean Jamal Williams is gone, so yep. we might get a little bit more Receiving. in the passing game. Yep, yep. But uh, I think the biggest thing with Jones is. A.J. Dillon, Dillon's on the come up. I mean, AJ he looked Dillon. really good last year at the end of the season. Yeah, he was averaging like five yards a carry in his limited uh, limited action. Mm-hmm. He 
would come in and play a couple of downs here and there, maybe in a little bit in the postseason. But yeah, no, I mean, A.J. Dillon averaging five yards a carry. I think that's definitely something to look forward to this season. Um, and Yeah, we talked about him in the lost carries. I mean, yeah, A.J. Dillon could definitely be um, up and comer, but Aaron Jones is still that workhorse back. He's yeah. going to get the bulk of the carries there. Oh, yeah, definitely. And he's going to get more receptions. So I think Aaron Jones, he's at number nine for me, top ten running back for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, easy first round pick. Easy. Later first round. Yeah, later first round. But, I mean, still, if you got the choice of picking him in the first round, I mean, he's easy first round mm-hmm. choice. So, you, yeah. At number 10, I have Jonathan Taylor. Um, ESPN has him at number 8. I got him at 10 as well. Um, but Jonathan Taylor, I mean, tremendous rookie year last oh, yeah. year. Over uh, 1,100 yards, 11 touchdowns, um, almost 300 yards receiving. So, I mean... He's it's a good season. Yeah, it's a pretty good season. I mean, Marlon Mack was injured the mm-hmm. whole season, missed that. And, and he'll be back this year. He'll be back this year. So, I mean, maybe Marlon Mack takes away some of those carries. Yep. Um, But, I mean, Jonathan Taylor, he was drafted in the first round, wasn't he? Second round? Yeah. I mean, at least. He's a top, he was a top pick for a running back. And, yeah, he was drafted high for a reason. They're going to use him. They're going to – he's their workhorse back. And, yeah, I mean, he's – Gonna have another great year, I think. I mean, the Colts, their offensive line. I mean, with Quentin Nelson kind of banged up, so yep, I mean that I might be a red that. flag there. I would have um, had him higher if he was if Nelson is full strength. If Nelson, I'd... yeah, I mean Nelson was All Pro rookie year. I mean he's just a phenomenal talent mm-hmm. at guard, and yeah, Jonathan Taylor. I mean he's gonna do good. I think no matter what. I mean yeah. that is one red flag though. That offensive line that and could, also not having Carson once. Not having Carson once on the running back position. Yep, they could load the box there, much like how we saw with uh, Dak Prescott and going out with Ezekiel Elliott yep. getting less carries or less yardage, I should say. Yep. Um, but yeah, Jonathan Taylor. I mean, he's a solid pick. Top ten. I mean, definitely an RB one. RB one for sure. I mean, if you get him as RB one, you're you're golden. Yeah. I mean, that's a good spot there. Great spot. I mean, like I said, ESPN has him higher at number eight. So um, when you're drafting, he's probably going to be a little bit higher than I think. But I mean, still, the only guy I think I have higher than him that isn't is like Nick Chubb and uh, Austin Eckler. Mm-hmm. But I mean, those are two guys I think could have great seasons too. Yep. I mean, they're all going to have great seasons, I think. It's just, again, like we said, inju- staying er, healthy. Injuries, yes. The. If Jonathan Taylor gets hurt, I mean, Najee Harris, or not Najee Harris, Naeem Hines, yep. or Marlon Mack, Marlon Mack, and then yep. they got uh, other running backs there, too. I mean, I feel like it's just been a revolving door for running backs with the Colts, and yeah, I mean, Jonathan Taylor, I think that he's there to stop that revolving door. Yeah, I think that's So hopefully he stays healthy, and yeah, I mean, hopefully he sees an improvement yeah. from, next, or from last year, and maybe he gets 1,200, 1,300 yards, adds a couple... More touchdowns to the resume, and yeah, I mean, maybe it ends up top five running back, and yeah, maybe we're drafting him number one next year. Yeah, exactly. Who knows? I mean, that might just be how it plays out. He's an, a young running back, and if he has another good year, I mean, could be on the yeah, up very and high up. ceiling. Very high ceiling. Uh, all right, so just to go over the last five again, we have at number six, Austin Eckler, number seven, Nick Chubb, number eight, Ezekiel Elliott, number nine, Aaron Jones, and then number 10, Jonathan Taylor. And then moving on to number 11, I have Antonio Gibson. Uh, and, I mean, Antonio Gibson, ESPN has him at number 12. Um, so yeah, just I, about the same spot. I think I have him at 14, a little lower. 14, yeah. It's 
it's there's question marks there for me um, with Antonio Gibson and the offense there in Washington. They have J.D. McKissick there who catches all. Yeah, he's, he catches he's mainly pass. a pass catching running back. Yep. So I mean, it's kind of like Naeem Hines and Jonathan Taylor and like. Tariq Cohen, David Montgomery, yep. it was, and I mean we've seen it with Deion Lewis in, um, and then even James White now in New England. Yep. They all like there's those pass catching backs who just steal those From those fantasy RB1, points. one, yeah. And I mean, I just had like a headline today that said it was Ron Rivera who coached Christian McCaffrey with the Panthers. Mm-hmm. He said that. Antonio Gibson reminds him of Christian McCaffrey, and he could end up moving into that role much like Christian McCaffrey did. So, mm-hmm. I mean, who knows? Maybe next year we're talking about Antonio Gibson top five. If he comes out and has a tremendous year, maybe J.D. McKissick. I got J.D. McKissick statted out for a decent year. I have him taking away a lot of that passing game from Antonio Gibson. So It could be another situation like a Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt, yeah, that's very true. I mean, I think... Antonio Gibson isn't really that workhorse back. No, I mean, he's a smaller guy. He's a smaller guy, and he's kind of shiftier, more of a receiving back. I drafted him last year, um, and I, I mean, I wasn't. He was really. I wasn't low, like. Late pick. Yeah, he was a very late pick. I mean, depending on when you did your draft. Yep, that's true. There was at one point they released the running back, and it became Antonio Gibson. So I mean, his value skyrocketed. Yep, but definitely. I got him late, thank God, in that draft. But now, I mean. He's not going late. <laughs> He's Definitely going not. in the second round at least, early second. If mm-hmm. he makes it to the late second, third, you're lucky. Yep. But, I mean, if Antonio Gibson comes out and does what Ron Rivera, if he says, if Ron Rivera says that he reminds him of Christian McCaffrey. If yeah. Antonio Gibson can, can come out and be crack the top like 10, Christian yeah. McCaffrey. I mean, Christian McCaffrey, yeah, he was res- t- getting 100 receptions. I mean, That's, yeah. he, it's just ridiculous. So, I mean, yeah, maybe Antonio Gibson becomes that guy and maybe jd mckissick just becomes the backup mm-hmm. and it'll be interesting to see how it'll be very interesting season, yeah. yeah the the preseason maybe will tell us more about that too but i mean yeah antonio gibson i think his his draft value is going up i think that as this preseason and as training camp moves mm-hmm. along especially with the news yeah with Rivers. the news like i just heard today um i think that yeah his value is going to go up so i mean maybe this today, I mean, it's it is middle of August right now. So I mean, yep. maybe by the end of August, when you're drafting, Antonio Gibson's higher. Yeah, he's maybe could be ahead of Taylor and yeah, Jones I mean, and these people very that could be very much true. I mean, yeah, I I think Antonio Gibson he's a good running back. I liked him last year, drafted him for a reason, but I mean, he didn't impress me too much. I mean, he just did decent pretty much every week in and week out. I think he was like the 13th running back. Yeah, uh, just at the end of the season, consistent, yeah. consistent, yeah. And, yeah, maybe he takes that step up. And, yeah, I mean, I think he will. If Antonio Gibson, I mean, he'll at least take the step up in the running game because, I mean, they don't have Peyton Barber there to take out the carries, I don't think, anymore. I mean, at least I think it's Antonio Gibson's the guy that's going to be running the ball. So Mm -hmm. that's going to be great to see him actually being the starter. And I think that that's, yeah, that's the reason I got him at number 11 is because now that it's it's Antonio Gibson and then J.D. McKissick taking the passing game away from him. Yep, yep. All right, so moving on, we have at or I have at number twelve, Joe Mixon, the running back from the Bengals. Yep, I have him at eleven, a little higher. A little higher. Um, ESPN has him a little bit lower at number fourteen, but uh, I think, I think in that, it, like, he had a pretty suspicious season last year. Yeah, I remember. he was hurt. He was a hurt, and 
even Joe Burrow it, was out as well. Yeah, Joe Burrow was out. He was hurt a little bit. I mean, uh, Joe Mixon only had 119 carries last year, averaged 3.6 yards a carry. So it's, I mean, not great looking at that. Right. Yeah. So, um, I mean, even if he gets more carries, he's probably not going to average too much more. Maybe he averages four yards. I mean, it's Joe Mixon. Mm-hmm. He has his games. He has his. He yeah, has he his like good games. He has his bad games. Some point game last year. Yeah, he comes out and like I think that his fantasy value comes a lot when he's receiving the ball. He's, yeah, definitely. He's, he's, a, he's very good in the pass game, I yep. think, and they don't utilize that all too much. They had Giovanni Bernard yeah, now there. Yeah, he's gone. He's gone now, yeah. So, I mean, they have Joe Mixon. I mean, I think, yeah, he's going to move in and take that. I mean, he was the starter from the start. I mean, last year he was a starter. It's just Giovanni Bernard was there and just kind of in the background taking carries away, receiving. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Joe Mixon, yeah, he'll take a step up maybe this year. I mean, I've, I've always kind of liked him. He was a kind of a questionable uh, draft pick coming into his or like rookie year coming into the draft, mm-hmm. but he's been phenomenal um, when he's played. I mean, last year not so much, but hopefully he can stay healthy. And they really don't have anyone else, so yeah, I mean, they if really it's, don't. Uh, I mean, maybe there's a rookie that they drafted, but yeah, Joe Mixon's the guy. Yeah, I think definitely for sure. And even if he doesn't do great, he's going to get the carries. So, I mean, he's a top 15 back, I'd say, at least. Um, hopefully, he doesn't get injured. Hopefully, he stays healthy. I mean, yeah, Joe Mixon. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, moving on, at number 13, I have Miles Sanders, um, running back for the Eagles. Yeah, I have him I have him at 15, a little I was, lower. I would say, yeah, that's ESPN has him at 15 as well. Um I mean, Miles Sanders, again, he's been injured. He's had those yeah, ups and downs. Ups and downs, yeah, definitely. And but he plays pretty well when he's healthy. He plays pretty good when he's healthy, yeah. So, I mean, it's it'll be a question to see how healthy he can stay, if he can stay healthy the entire season. I mean, they got some running backs there in Philadelphia. I mean, a lot. I mean, that's what they're known for, pretty much, is having, like, five running backs there at all times. Oh, yeah, that's so, door. Yeah. And so, I mean, they signed Carrion Johnson. But, I mean, Miles Sanders, yeah, he's a great running back. I mean, I think that I have him set it up for a pretty good season. And, I mean, with Jalen Hurts there, I think that they're going to probably run the ball a bit more. Mm-hmm, Maybe not definitely. pass the ball as much. I mean, their wide, the wide receiver core has just been trash. Yeah. It's not, just been awful. Like, they, they, don't have, they don't have Deshaun Jackson anymore. They don't have Alshon Jeffrey. And those were their two guys. I yeah. mean, even last year, I mean, they weren't really because they were injured most of the season. But... I mean, Miles Sanders, he's a receiving back, too. He catches the ball. Yes, so, he I mean, does, yeah. he'll take a lot of those receptions probably um, from Jalen Hurts, dump offs, you know, those little uh, passes. But, I mean, yeah, because they don't have many wide receivers. But Devonta Smith, they drafted. Yeah. Uh, they really, I mean, don't have many no, guys. There's nobody I mean, there, yeah. I can't really. I mean, Travis Fulgham, I mean, he did good last year, I guess. I mean, right? He's with the. Or, I'm not too Eagles? sure. I don't I think know. so. He was last year. Yeah, I sure. mean, they got the tight ends, I guess, Ertz and Goddard. But, I mean, Miles Sanders, he's the running back. If he can stay healthy, yeah. top 15 probably. Oh, yeah, easily. I mean, um, I got him at 13, on to 14. Here's where we, uh, I think, get a little bit of, bit interesting here. I got Mike Davis at number 14. Yeah, I think that, that could be and, a good pick. I think yeah, I, I have him at 19, a little 19, lower. but. And, uh, ESPN has him much lower um, at 25, which comes as just 
amazement to me. Yeah, that is a bit of a surprise. Um, I yeah, I mean the Falcons, they've lost. I mean, we talked about it in the lost carries. They yeah. lost three running backs and about over 300 carries. So oh, yeah. I mean, that's. <laughs> yeah, three hundred. I mean, that's Derrick Henry numbers right there. If Derrick, uh-huh. Henry, I mean, Derrick Henry runs the ball three hundred. I mean, ran three hundred seventy times. Mike Davis not going to be running the ball three hundred seventy times. I mean, two hundred times is two hundred and fifty. That's that's pretty good if he's averaging four yards a carry, mm-hmm. five yards a carry. I mean, he did good a last year. Yard season. Um, yeah. I mean, filling in for um, Christian McCaffrey last year. I mean, he only had three point nine yards a carry, but I mean, he put up six hundred yards, and then he was. Um, present in the passing game too i mean 59 receptions 373 yards and a couple touchdowns so i mean uh i think that yeah mike davis will definitely be a workhorse back there he's learned a lot from mccaffrey yeah and i mean he had the experience receiving the ball in that in that carolina offense so it's it would be very interesting i think to see how um mike davis does in the preseason if he plays at all i mean i would assume that He's their starter, so they might maybe hold him back. Yeah, who else do they even have? Quadri Wilson, I think his name is. There's like just another guy. I mean, he was with the team last year, I believe. Um, but yeah, it's it's Mike Davis, mm-hmm. and I think yeah, Mike Davis is. I think he's gonna have a great year. That's why I have him at number fourteen. Um, but yeah, I think with the Falcons, I mean, he's the guy. I mean, they just he's, signed yeah. Cordero. I mean, maybe Cordero gets a couple of carries. Yeah, I can't see him whatever. too much volume. But it's Mike Davis. I mean, it's going to be Mike Davis as a running back, and I think, yeah, he's going to have a great season, and yeah, I think he's, he's going to be, a, he's gonna be a value. He's a sleeper pick, he's, he's going yeah, to be a value. He's going to be the starter. They're RB1 there. I mean, mm-hmm. that, that's big in fantasy. RB, Consistency. Yeah, an RB1 in fantasy football is very valuable. Oh, yeah. You need, like, especially if it's just him. I mean, maybe this other guy whoever it is for the falcons maybe it's a split backfield but i mean i think it's gonna be mike davis who comes out and and shows off i mean he did it last year he was fantasy relevant when he was replacing christian mccaffrey yeah he had a really yeah good number yeah he had pretty damn good numbers last year so i mean we'll see how that goes and i mean i think it'll be a great great season for mike davis moving on to number 15 we have rookie running back Najee harris um I got him at number 15. ESPN has him quite a bit higher at number 11. Yeah, I have him at 12. 12, yeah. I mean, Najee Harris, I mean, Alabama running back, was just a beast in yeah. Alabama, at Alabama. Alabama I mean, always has good running back. It's ridiculous. So, I mean, I think that, and now James Conner has moved on. They have the second-year running back, Anthony McFarlane. They drafted, I think he was out of Maryland. And he's a short guy. I think he's like 5'9". So, oh, really? I mean, he's not going to be getting the carries. He'll be the receiving back for the Steelers. But, yeah, Najee Harris, he's, I mean, he's drafted in the first round for a reason. Yeah, he's, he's going to come in. He's going to come in and he's going he's gonna to run the ball. I mean, yeah, I think that he's going to have a good season. Najee Harris, um, I mean, Big Ben. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, with James Conner leaving, too, I mean, somebody's got to run the ball there. James Conner leaving, and then Big Ben, I mean, he's another year, another year older. Um, I mean, their passing game, I mean, it just depends on how good Big Ben can be. Yeah, exactly. And, I mean, if you're the Steelers, you're going to want to run the ball to help Big Ben as much as possible. Mm-hmm. And doing that, I mean, you're going to use Najee Harris. And, yeah, I think that he's going to be top 15 
might even be top 10 running back by the end of the year. I mean, we see those rookie running backs. Last year, it was James Robinson undrafted. Mm-hmm. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire went in the first round. I mean, he did all right. Yeah. Um, but, but James Robinson, top five. Yeah. it's. I mean, we see those rookie running backs every year. And, yeah, we'll see how uh, Najee Harris does. Okay, so that was our top 15. Now we're just going to go on to some honorable mentions. Um, next, um, at number 16, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire for me. I have then Chris Carson at number 17, Chase Edmonds. Kareem Hunt and then DeAndre Swift in that order. Um, I think, yeah, I mean, Chase Edmonds, he's the running back there. Kenyon Drake's gone, so that's going to be good for him. Oh, yeah. Uh, definitely get so. I mean, James Conner might vulture some of the carries, but Edmonds is a receiving back, so he'll get. Yeah. I think he'll, he'll get be some a big work. part of it, yeah. Yeah. And then just to go over ESPN's, uh, the rest of their rankings, some of the guys that I don't have in my top 20 that they do would be David Montgomery, the Bears running back. Um, they have him at number 17. I got him way down there at 25. I mean, I still have him sat out for a better season than ESPN does, but I just have a lot of running backs ahead of him. Yeah, and he's also got Tariq Cohen, who also catches passes just like him. But I think David Montgomery, he was a top 10 running back yeah, last year. Yeah, he finished, I think, the last later half of the season he was He was, he was pretty good, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, maybe David Montgomery comes out and shows out i mean that'd be one of those late round values that you might get i mean maybe if he when with espn he might be a bit higher so it might not be so much of a value but i mean still a good pick overall i'd say i mean oh, yeah, he's definitely. the workhorse back he gets the carries he'll get the yards and he'll get the red zone rushing touchdowns for them so that's a good pick i think i mean i just got him a little bit out of the the top 20 i mean 25 but yeah uh there's some other good running backs there too but then Josh Jacobs, too. I got him at 24. They have him at uh, 19. So, I mean... He'll just be splitting carries with Kenyon Drake, right? Kenyon that? Drake, yeah. They have the... Kenyon Drake signed with the Raiders in the offseason. So, yeah, that's kind of a question mark there for me to be... Put interest- Josh, yeah, it'll yeah, be put Jacobs see, up higher, yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they do together, how the synergy goes, and mm-hmm. if Jacobs continues to be that guy for them, and Kenyon Drake's kind of just there to help out and be in the background kind of mm-hmm. but i think yeah that was the main part with me was Kenyon drake kind of took a lot of that away from uh josh Jacob. jacobs yeah if, if it wasn't for Kenyon drake if Kenyon drake doesn't do what i think he's gonna do which i have Kenyon drake at 28 um so i mean and then espn has him at number 30 so they get him set up for a decent year too i mean a flex option but yeah uh yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that goes with them. I mean, we've seen the one-two punches before, two fantasy-relevant running backs on the same offense. Yeah, so Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt. Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt. So, I mean, we'll see how that goes with uh, with them. I mean, the the Raiders. And, yeah, that. and then wrapping out ESPN's top 20, they have Daryl Henderson. Yep. Uh, I think that could be – that's a good spot for him. I see you have yeah. a little lower than that. Yeah, I got him – uh, I don't even have him in the top 30, um, which might be hindsight 2020 uh, for me. But I just don't think that he's quite the running back that everybody thinks he is. Cam Akers is, but uh, he'll still get a decent amount of touches. He'll, he'll get carries. the carries. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they don't have. I mean, they got rid of Malcolm Brown, which last year was Cam Akers, Malcolm Brown. Right. Yeah, Malcolm Brown and uh, Daryl Henderson. So it was those three. And Split. now it's just Daryl Henderson. Yeah. I mean. That would be interesting to see how that goes, and um, I mean, 
there will probably be some other running back that comes into the picture knowing Sean McVay's offense. So, I mean, yeah. it's not just going to be one guy. No, it's, he likes to spread the ball around. He likes to spread the ball around. So, I mean, that's kind of why I took some away, too. I think there's another guy, rookie Jake Funk or something like that. I think he's he's with the Rams, too. And another one of those rookie running backs that could pop out and be one of those breakout stars. Um, but, yeah, I just I think Darrell Henderson's kind of – I mean, yeah, he'd be a late – Late round running back, maybe a third running back for you if you already have two starters and mm-hmm. two just looking to fill a flex or a backup. I mean, Daryl Henderson probably be the guy, be a guy to go with later on in the drafts. I mean, he's their guy, so yeah, he's gonna get the yeah, yeah. touches and carries. And that wraps up our running back rankings. Now we have our tight end rankings. First, we'll start out with my rankings, and then we'll kind of lay in ESPN's and Tucker's rankings as well. Um, number one. I mean, for mine, Andy SPN is Travis Kelsey, and I'm sure you have the same. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you don't have him at number one, I think you probably don't watch football. Or you know something that nobody else knows. I mean, he shaved his beard. Maybe his power's gone now. Yep. I don't know. But, I mean, Kelsey's the number one. I mean, he's, like, the number four overall in fantasy right now. I mean, mm-hmm. like, which is kind of mock drafts. He's, like, four, like first-round top five pick, which, mm-hmm. yeah, it's very interesting to me. I'm not a big fan of the tight ends in the first round um i mean or but i mean the second sometimes yeah but i mean it's kelsey so i mean he's probably worth it he's i mean he had 312 fantasy points last year 1400 yards 11 touchdowns i mean ridiculous for numbers for a tight end yeah, so i mean season. maybe a step back i mean he's been doing it for a while now so i mean maybe there's a step back there but i mean uh, yeah, it's kelsey that, yeah. with the chiefs offense he's got Mahomes throwing him the ball he'll be just fine yeah um Number two, I have Darren Waller, and guess what? So does ESPN. I mean, as do I. Yeah, <laughs> it's a pretty consistent top three for tight ends. I mean, Darren Waller, the six eight specimen, um, with the Raiders, he's just been catching. I mean, he had hundred receptions last year, almost twelve hundred yards, nine touchdowns. But I mean, still, it's ridiculous. Yeah, like Darren he's Waller's just a beast. he's a beast. Yeah, probably gonna go for another thousand yards. Maybe he hits ten touchdowns. Who knows? Uh, but I mean, Darren Waller, number two tight end for sure. Then three, I mean, George Kittle. Same goes for ESPN. Same goes for Tucker, probably. Nope, I actually have no. Andrews above him. Mark Andrews, huh? Interesting. Yeah, just because Kittle coming off an injury. It's understandable. Yeah. Mark Andrews, maybe Lamar has yeah. a better year this year. And with the uncertainty at quarterback, well, not really uncertainty, but the Garoppolo versus Lance. Yep. Who knows who's going to be playing at the end of the season? Yeah, the chemistry. I mean, you start out with Garoppolo and then you throw Lance in a couple of weeks in. I mean, you ruin that chemistry that mm-hmm. he was building with Garoppolo. I mean, yeah, I, I definitely can understand that. I mean, Kittle, I had him, I drafted him last year. And I mean, the reason I don't draft, I'm not going to draft a tight end high this year is because of that. I Injury, mean, yeah. I drafted him in the second round and he was out majority of the season. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was. I mean, he's a great tight end. Don't get me wrong. I mean, when he plays, he'll be he'll be top five at least. Oh, yeah. But I mean, again, the injury injury and the quarterback. I mean, those are two red flags that you want to keep your eye on. I mean, if he plays, I mean, he's going to be great. But again, keep the eye on the two red flags. Yep. My number four tight end is uh, probably is a bit higher than ESPN, so just a couple spots. But I got Kyle Pitts, the rookie tight end, at the Falcons at number four. I like that. I I 
think, yeah, Pitts, I mean, he's not a tight end. He's a wide receiver, essentially. At the tight I mean, end yeah. position, yeah. He's one of those guys. I mean, he's phenomenal generational talent. I mean, he's just he's drawing comparisons to all those wider or all those tight ends that just come mm-hmm. out and do good. And he's even better. I mean, he's fast, he can catch the ball. He's just he's amazing talent, and yeah, mm-hmm. I mean now that they don't have Julio, they just have Calvin Ridley there. Maybe Kyle Pitts is their number two. Yeah, I mean that could definitely be the case where it comes out, and yeah, Kyle Pitts comes out and has a thousand yards receiving, and I mean who no, knows how that very goes. Very likely possibility. Yeah, I mean, I got I think I ended up having him set it up for a thousand, but we'll see how that goes. Mm-hmm. Um, number four for ESPN is Mark Andrews, so you had him at number three. Yeah, I have him at number six, so. We'll get to that in a little bit, but number five, I have Robert Tanyan, the Packer tight end. Um, I think, I mean, yeah, he, I think ESPN has him a bit lower at number 10, actually, but I think that, I mean, Aaron Rodgers there, Tanyan's our tight end. Yeah, I mean, even though he, at the end of the season, even though he did have a big, big stretch where he did have a lot of points, but I think that's going to carry into this year. Yeah, he had, um... He had a very he had like a twenty like twenty five percent of his receptions were for touchdowns. He had fifty receptions and like ten touchdowns, eleven mm-hmm. touchdowns. So I mean, it's just ridiculous that stat. I mean, he's probably not going to repeat it, but he'll probably get more receptions. Yeah, exactly. I think that that I mean, he could end up regressing on the touchdowns. I mean, nine, yeah, eight, no gonna, maybe. Yeah. But uh, I think that the receptions are are going to be there. I think mm-hmm. he's probably going to get maybe eighty receptions. Uh. I mean, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out with Devontae Adams and whoever our number two wide receiver is. Mm-hmm. But I, th- I think Tanya's going to have a great year. Uh, I mean, ESPN, they have met number 10, so I mean, top 10 tight end. Yeah, I'm at seven. Seven. So, I mean, I think that the the targets are going to be there. Yeah, I think it's he's just... a good pick. If you don't get, like, one of the first three, four of those guys, like Kelsey Waller, Kittle Andrews, I think... That's that's my thought exactly, too. I mean, just when I started him out, I mean, I got Tanyan with, like, eight more points than Mark Andrews, so um, it's it's just a flip of the coin. I mean, Mark Andrews is going higher, so, I mean, yeah, if, you, if Mark Andrews falls into your lap, you're probably going to want to take him just because of the history there. Mm-hmm. Tanyan, I mean, he's a younger guy, hasn't really had the history there. He... And like I said, 25% of his receptions were touchdowns. Yeah. You can't repeat that. I no. mean, maybe. I mean, in a miracle, yeah. I mean, maybe I'd... he does. But I think that Robert Tynion will still be a good pick. Volume-wise, I think he'll get, for a tight end, I think he'll get the targets. And he'll be definitely fantasy relevant. Definitely. Um, then we have it. I have at number six, Mark Andrews. Like we said earlier, or like I said earlier, uh, they, ESPN has him at number four. And I have him at three. Have Tucker has him at number three. So, I mean, Mark Andrews, like I was mentioning, comparing him to Robert Tanyan, he has the history there. He's been with Lamar for a couple years now, and he kind of won that tight end position over, and now he's kind of the guy. I mean, the last couple of years they've had some guys there, like Nick Boyle. He was a tight end there. They had some other guys, too. They had Hayden Hurst at the beginning. Yep. And, uh, I mean, Mark Andrews is just keeps winning like he keeps winning that job and i mean he's that tight end now and with the shady wide receiver core that is the baltimore ravens yeah he'll get a lot of targets. he'll get a lot of targets especially in the red zone definitely yeah i think that that's going to be a great pick no matter what i mean i think that this year is going to be a great year for tight ends um we yeah, have there's a lot of names there's a lot of names out there yeah i mean like just outside of my top 10 there's a lot of guys that i would say i would maybe take them yeah but then i mean 
after Mark Andrews. Um, at number seven, we have Logan Thomas, the tight end for the football team. He, the former quarterback, actually. I mean, he did pretty good uh, last year. I mean, he busts out, or I think he was like top five at least, number three even. Like he was a he was, he was a there. very good tight end last year. I mean, ESPN has him at number seven too. So I mean, he's up there. Um, but I think yeah, Logan Thomas with Ryan Fitzpatrick there, and I mean, I think the offense is gonna be good this yeah, year. Yeah, so, definitely. I mean, they got a lot of names. There. And Logan Thomas, yeah, he's like six six, nice big target for Fitzpatrick, nice red zone threat. Mm-hmm. Um, they really don't have that wide receiver that can go up and get it. I mean, Terry McLaurin's a good receiver, but I mean, yeah, it's not really a jump ball kind of guy. Yeah. So I mean, uh, Logan Thomas, I think uh, yeah, you just throw it up. Fitzpatrick will just throw it up, and. Logan Thomas will come out with a quite a few touchdowns this year, probably. Uh, then at number eight, I have TJ Hawkinson. Um, ESPN has him at a little bit higher at number five. That's where I have him as well, at five. Yeah, um, but, I mean, no knock on TJ Hawkinson. He's been a great tight end the last couple of years, but, I mean, he just doesn't have Matt Stafford throwing him the ball yeah. anymore. Yeah. I mean, he's got Jerry Goff, who has been good with the tight end. I oh, mean, yeah. Last year, there was uh, Higby and Everett. They were both fantasy-relevant tight ends when the other wasn't starting. And, yeah, I mean, with just TJ Hawkinson there, I mean, Jerry Goff could throw him the ball and maybe maybe make him fantasy-relevant. I mean, he's kind of the guy there in Detroit, I guess, because, I mean, Galladay's gone. They have Brashad Perryman, Tyrell Williams. They really don't have a receiving core. I mean, Hawkinson's the the guy. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see. I mean, I have him at eight. So, I mean, I think he'll be a great pick all around. Like I said, I think this tight end core is going to be good. And then moving on, I mean, Tyler Higby too, at number nine. He wasn't the best tight end, I mean, last year on and off. But, I mean, it was Gerald Everett was there too. Kind yeah, of now he's taking, gone this year. He's gone. He's in Seattle. But, I mean, ESPN has Higby at 12. I have him at nine. Um, I think, yeah, I mean... Now that Higby's the tight end there, I mean, maybe more, maybe there's another the tight end that they have that maybe they just keep running two tight end systems. Yep. Maybe that's just the offense. Maybe that's how it goes. But, I mean, if Higby's their number one tight end, I mean, he's going to get the the targets. I mean, yeah. outside of Cup and Woods, um, it's going to be interesting to see how um, Higby can do and as that number one and if he can stay healthy throughout the entire season because i mean he was injured, injured gave year. yeah gave gerald everett the opportunity to show out and um yeah i mean higby at number nine for me i think that he'll be a good pick overall yeah, he'll definitely I mean, be a starter in a yeah. standard 10 team league yeah definitely and then rounding out my top 10 we have mike gesicki uh miami dolphins tight end espn has him at number 11 um i think yeah, i mean gesicki he's Nice big tight end. Um, I've been hyped about Kasiki since he was a rookie. Oh, yeah. Coming out of Penn State, watching him, his tape at Penn State, he's like hurdle dudes. And he's just a massive human being. Like, mm-hmm. And just seeing some of the catches he's made in the NFL, too. He's a good tight end. Was I he mean, hurt a lot last year? I think, yeah, he's he's been, I think, plagued by injuries. And that he that's kind of the question mark there, the red flag, is that maybe he isn't out there all every single week of the fantasy season but i mean when he plays he's probably going to be pretty pretty damn good yeah um so that rounds out our top 10 just to go over it again i have travis kelsey at number one waller at number two george kittle at number three and then kyle pitts 
Robert Tanyan, Mark Andrews, Logan Thomas, TJ Hawkinson, Tyler Higby, and then Mike Gesicki in that order. Just to go over some of the honorable mentions at tight end, um, like I had mentioned earlier, I think that this is going to be a great year for tight ends. Yeah, there's so, a lot of players out there, or guys out there that you could play. Like, just outside the top 10, at number 11, I have Evan Ingram. Um, I think that he's going to have a great year. Um, he's with the Giants. Yep. And, I mean, he's been there for a couple of years now. Another one of those injured wider or tight, tight ends. ends. So, I mean, maybe May, or um, Kyle Rudolph is there to vulture some of the touchdowns. But I think uh, if Evan Ingram can stay healthy, he'll be a good good option there at the tight end position. And then uh, you have Adam Troutman, too, the tight end for the, the Saints. I got him at number 12. He's, I think, a great option, too. Um, number one tight end now for the Saints. Mm-hmm. Jared Cook is gone. Michael Thomas is a question mark. And it's they don't really Who have a wide receiver. Have, yeah. Exactly. I mean, they have... Um, some wide receivers there but i mean they're all smaller guys mm-hmm. troutman's six six big guy go up and get the ball and definitely a red zone threat yeah. red zone threat and i think yeah it would be a great option and then some other people that aren't in my top 10 that are in espns are dallas goddard and noah fant two tremendous tight ends i think too yeah Noah fant i mean he's a great receiving tight end um definitely. It, it just depends on who's throwing him the ball really i mean if drew locks there or teddy Bridger, i think both of them will do pretty good with, yeah. or Noah Fan will do pretty good with both of them. So, but then Dallas Goddard too. I think he's kind of taken the number one spot from Zach Ertz in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. So I mean, and Goddard had been good as a number two for the last couple of years. So yeah, I mean, filling in for seeing him Ertz, if yeah. he's the number one, he's taking a majority of those targets from the at the tight end position. He'll be very fantasy relevant, I believe. I mean, I started him quite a bit last year. So, I yeah. mean, if, if you were going for a late-round guy there, I mean, Dallas Goddard, Noah Fant, those would be the guys to go with. And then there's also other ones. I mean, Gronkowski, Jared Cook. Yeah. And then a lesser-known guy, um, Max Williams, tight end with the Cardinals now. He's a former Minnesota Gopher. Oh. Yeah. And uh, he was drafted by the Ravens, I believe. And he just never really found his footing. He did decent. He was another one of those tight ends that Mark Andrews beat out. Like, Max Williams was supposed to be this guy that comes in. I think he's drafted early. And he just never really found his footing with the Ravens. I think he bounced around a little bit. Now he's with the, the Cardinals. And, uh, yeah, I think that he could have. He's their number one guy now. Uh, and, yeah, and they he, will be passing the ball with Kyler. Yeah, I think that they'll be passing the ball. And just another one of those guys that Kyler can throw it to, especially if he has a season that I think he's going to have. I mean, it would definitely be a great option. Uh, Max Williams would definitely be a great option. So that rounds out our tight end rankings. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of the TBJ Fantasy Football Podcast, and be sure to tune in next week for our sleepers, busts, and values.